As Gideon said, the reading is taken from John chapter 10, verses 10 to 18, which, if you'd like to follow in the Pew Bibles, can be found on page 1076, John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hard hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hard hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay my life down for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd." The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it away from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. Thank you very much indeed. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you for a chance to look at your word together. Help us uh, to understand it. Give us uh, hearts that are open to hear from you. Uh, May it change us this evening. In your name. Amen. Amen. Uh, What is it we need to get the most out of life? Maybe you think you're okay, maybe you think you could do it by yourself. There was one boy that I taught um, who insisted on this. He was fine, he didn't need any, any team, he didn't need any community, um, he was absolutely fine. And then a year after he left school, he got in touch with me. I need a reference, he said. Ah, oh, not so fine now, are you? Um, so he did need some help along the way. What is it that we need to live the best life? Parents, they can help. Teachers, they help. Coaches, leaders, consultants, they can all help. Friends, driving instructors, counsellors, influencers, managers. Jesus says something different. Jesus says we need a shepherd. So Jesus here is talking about life to the full, and this is what he says. I am the good shepherd, The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. There's a yearning in us to find peace, to find purpose, don't you think? We spend our lives trying to belong, to find acceptance and peace and success. We'll look in different places and in different ways. Some of us try and find it in something else, try to find the great shepherd in something, something to make everything all right. We'll try to find it in some human or some institution 
or we'll try to find it in ourselves and we'll fail. We'll never have peace. And knowing that, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I'm the one you seek. This is really characteristic of Jesus. It's an astonishing claim, but we need to look at it. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So we need an understanding of shepherding and we need to understand sheep. Who wants to be sheep? If I said to you, you could be compared to one animal, what would it be? I could be fairly certain it would not be a sheep. No one wants to be called a sheep. Uh, We are like sheep. Who wants to be a sheep? Sheep are stupid, fluffy, defenceless. They need to be looked after. I don't know if you saw a video a few years ago doing the rounds of a sheep who was rescued from a ditch, only to run straight back into the same ditch. Um, With other animals, you let them go. They go off into the wild Uh, And they will either stay in the wild or they'll come home. Not sheep. They wander around aimlessly. They'll eat poison plants if someone lets them. Why sheep? So this tells us something about the shepherd and it tells us something about us. Perhaps we're not in control as much as we think we are. Perhaps we're not as strong as we think we are. Because the reality is this, isn't it? There's some things we just can't control. There's a future for us that's uncertain. Recent years have taught us that, despite all our efforts to control it. You only need to look at the news to know that things are not what they seem. Do we recognise we're not quite in control as much as we think we are? We're in danger. Uh, We've got guinea pigs at home. I don't know if anybody else here has got guinea pigs. Uh, lovely little animals, and uh, we enjoy the guinea pigs very much. We've also got a fox uh, that likes to wander through our garden. Um, And this fox is rather threatening, and I can assure you that if the guinea pigs and the fox were to meet, there would only be one winner. Uh, And in this passage here, we have a wolf. The wolf is dangerous. Wolf, death awaits us all. There is a danger. We can try to ignore it. We can even joke about it, but it's there. Uh, I quite like the programme Gone Fishing. don't know if anyone's seen it, with Bob Mortimer, uh, Paul Whitehouse, two friends who fish and find time to pause and to muse and to think things over, consider their ailments and medication and age and know that death awaits. But they'll joke and move on because it's too difficult to contemplate. Without a shepherd, we're exposed. We're in danger. It's wolf versus sheep and there is only one winner. Life's gone. It's perishable. We need also to understand the good shepherd. At funerals, I think Psalm 23 really hits home. That image of a great shepherd, it goes so deep, doesn't it? Though I walk through the valley of death, takes me so deep, restores me, provides for me. The rod and staff, they comfort me. Jesus is the good shepherd. Quite a tricky metaphor, I think, for us to consider, But let me explain. We may perhaps have a view of a shepherd of a kind, caring, looking after the flock kind of shepherd. The reality is that a shepherd is as hard as nails. We're talking about ancient and Near Eastern concepts of shepherd. He's everything and deals with everything. Protecting from outside threats, peacekeeper amongst the flocks. They are everything to the sheep. So we understand the sheep are constantly dependent This means the shepherd never goes home. The shepherd does everything. The shepherd lives with the sheep. Protector, provider, guide. Dealing with all that movement and isolation. 
As leaders of the flock, think about what they need. They need courage and vigilance to be adaptable. Why does Jesus call himself the good shepherd? Well, it's because he cares and he knows. Jesus cares. This is about relationship. In a world of over 7 billion, uh, we are not abandoned. You are not unknown. I know people. I know Ed Sheeran. I know Harry Kane, Billy Eilish, Prince William. Well, I know about them. I can Google them. But verse 14 is about relationship. I know my own and they know me. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. If you're in any doubt as to how much Jesus cares, then have a look at verse 14 and 15 with me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. I was there at the birth of my children, despite the fact the cricket was on, and, and I know all about them. I know all about them. I was there from the beginning. Jesus was there with God the Father before the beginning of creation. They could not know each other better. And the depth of relations between Jesus and his own, you and me, if you trust in him, is the same. The relationship of shepherd to sheep is total intimacy, total union. You see, the shepherd's treasure is the sheep. It's rather like a parent on sports day who sees their child win and can't help but feel that emotional pull. Their child is their treasure. The same applies when we see our children struggle. We feel it. Jesus says, I am the shepherd who knows the sheep, the joy, the pride, the glory. This is what Jesus is saying. It's what he's saying about us. He doesn't need us, but he's voluntarily bound us up in his glory and honour, with our glory and honour. Jesus is saying, you are my joy. He's not saying, do this, do that. The genius of Christian faith is this, that I know my shepherd loves me and knows me. And we can compare to the shepherd to the hired hand. He's just hired. They're not his sheep. Don't we look at things much better when they're, when they're ours? When you lend something, the picture isn't so good. Think of something you treasure. Would you give it to someone else? Would you lend your precious guitar, cricket bat, treasure, whatever it might be? Uh, when I was younger, I had a, had a job in a car park, in a golf car park. Um, it wasn't paid particularly well, but it was a job. Uh, but if a golfer was aggressive when I asked them to move their car, well, I'd back down pretty quickly. I'd flee. I was not paid enough to risk my life. And here's the hired hand. The hired hand looking after the sheep. It's just a job. It's just for money. They don't really care about the sheep. They're just doing this to earn a living, not because they love the sheep. So if a pack of wolves was going to attack the sheep and you're just a hired hand, you run. You don't risk your life and fight the wolves. Who cares about a few sheep? Your life following other leaders, maybe trying to follow other things. Do they really care? Well, have a look at verse 13. It's no good. The man runs away. Other ideologies, idols, philosophies, mantras, no good. I don't really know Harry Kane. I might have found some information about him, but he doesn't care for me. Your life is short-lived, but here is the good shepherd. He knows us and he really cares for us. And here is the good shepherd who lays down his life. John makes it clear throughout his gospel 
that the purpose is in believing you may have life in his name. Jesus is life. Well, what's the danger? Not just an unhappy life, a slightly unfulfilling life, a life where things are all right, thanks. The danger is death and judgment. This is the undeniable reality that we all face. We go from life to death. But here we have a leader who goes from death to life. He is prepared to lay down his life. How does this work? Sheep tend to die for the shepherd, not the other way around. But Jesus says his death is why he is the good shepherd. It's repeated, you can see in verse 11 and verse 15 and verse 17. The good shepherd lays down his life, lays down his life. If you understand his death, you'll understand that that's where life is found. Arno Beltran was a policeman. And a terrorist, a terrorist attack in France a few years ago left two dead. And Arno offered to take the place of the final hostage, a female cashier, in the attack. The terrorist accepted the offer. Beltram laid down his life. He died. She was facing death like the other two people. But she walked away with her life while Beltram laid down his. When in John's Gospel we see the word for... There were other ways of saying it, but this word for means instead of. Instead of, Jesus takes their place. Jesus stands instead of us. He glories in this great substitution. Jesus says, I die instead of us. I die instead of them. Yes, they're rebellious. Yes, they wander around, but I lay down my life for the sheep. Why is Jesus on the cross? The answer, for the sheep. Yes, I lay down my life for the sheep. I take it all on for us. So this life is for everyone. Jesus extends this to all of us. If you're here and you think this this isn't really me, this can't, you know, this is something for people in the Bible or something people come to church, then have a look at verse 16. This is for all of us. It says, I have sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice. And there should be one flock and one shepherd. This is an invitation to the flock. It needs belief, not rules and regulations. Just see Jesus as he is. Just as Thomas said later in the gospel, he doubted, but he came to see my Lord and my God. You've got to join the flock. You have to believe because he gives life to the full. He destroys the wolf. You may be thinking earlier that Jesus gave his life the same way Beltram did and that others gave their lives to save others. And now here we are, that we're sheep without a shepherd. But there is a big difference here. If you look down at verse 18 with me. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down. I have authority to take it down and authority to take it up again. So do you see why Jesus is different here? This isn't laying it down and death is the end. He can take it up again. He's smashed death, but at the same time removed the wolf. He's in total control. He willingly lays down his life, and he has risen. The death that awaits us now has no hold. Death has been defeated. You have life, and life to the full. My final story is of a young Russian soldier Due to his father's friendship with the Tsar, he'd been made paymaster, but his character didn't really fit the responsibility. He gambled, 
the money away and gambled. He gambled the government's money and his own. And he couldn't pay it back. And he knew he was in big trouble. He was ruined. So he determined to take his life. He put his pistol on the table and wrote about his misdeeds. And at the bottom of the sheet, he wrote, A great debt. Who can pay? At the stroke of midnight, he would, he would die. But he grew a bit tired, and he eventually fell asleep. And the Tsar himself was doing the rounds of the barracks, and he saw the light on and saw the soldier and recognised him. He came to the message, a great debt who can pay, and scribbled on the notes and left. The young soldier woke up. He saw that it was well past midnight. Just as he reached for his pistol, he saw the note, a great debt who can pay, signed the Tsar. The Tsar. And the next morning, the Tsar sent the exact amount of money needed to clear the debt. He knew everything and yet was willing to forgive. The soldier, he was free. Freedom. Sheep without the wolf. Life without death. Eternal life. With a shepherd that cares, that knows, that really knows you. The good shepherd. So whether you're a follower of Jesus or not this evening, I trust that this is an encouragement Encouragement to be part of the flock, that we can be known, that we can be cared for, but that we can be free, free from guilt, free from fear. Abundant life is a position we can have from belief in him. This abundant life is because we have a good shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep. Abundant life is being cared for all the time. Abundant life is belonging all the time. Abundant life is being known all the time. Abundant life is free, free from fear, free from danger. The good shepherd gives us peace all the time. So be encouraged to put your trust in him to believe. Maybe it's an encouragement this evening to do that again. If you've got, if you've got questions, there's an opportunity to ask big questions. I'd love to speak with you after the service. There's some resources at the back you can pick up. We have life instead of death. Because in Christ we have a shepherd who laid down his life for us. We have a relationship with God. He will know you and you know him. It's a true life. It's an abundant life. The good shepherd has laid down his life for the sheep. Amen.